Peters fakes to Corbin, steps up, throws it left, and he's got a man caught inside the five. Bebe with the catch, dives for the goal line, touchdown, touchdown Illinois! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Rush on, throws, and it's intercepted! Intercepted by Illinois! Today, the Illini celebrate Hall of Fame weekend and open Big Ten play against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. 57-yard attempt to the north end. It is up, and it is good! He just tied the school record. Now, from Grange Grove, outside historic Memorial Stadium on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. The sun is headed towards the horizon and the countdown kickoff clock is running at Memorial Stadium. We're getting ready for some night football. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. We are live in a bustling Grange Grove outside Memorial Stadium to get you ready for this Big Ten opener. About 84 degrees, partly mostly cloudy, a nice windy, breezy evening for some night football as the Illini at 2-1 and one look to start the Big Ten Conference season with a win. So let's get going with the opening drive. It's brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and we bring alongside Michael Martin, former long snapper at the U of I, and will be on the sidelines as well. Michael, it's pretty breezy. I know you think about that as part of a special teams unit out here. Yeah, Memorial Stadium is notorious for its swirling winds, and as a former special teamer myself, um, I think about it a lot. Kickoffs may not make it to the end zone. Uh, punts may take a slight turn at the very end. We may see some miscues. It'll be interesting to see. Um, to a lesser extent um, that I focused on was uh, uh, how the QB's balls uh, fly in the air. We'll see if uh, that has a significant impact. And zoom out. Obviously, Illinois disappointed with last week's loss to EMU on a last-minute field goal. But it feels like win tonight and all is forgiven. Correct. And it's just one of those things. You really wanted to start this uh, Big Ten season uh, 3-0, but that's not how the chips fell. Um, So what's going to end up happening is hopefully the guys took the anger and frustration, put it into this week, really focused on getting prepared well and are going to be able to execute well tonight. What's this day like for a player where you're waiting and waiting to get here and play your game instead of waking up and heading right to the field? Uh, you get a little bit more sleep than you w- usually would on a game day. Um, you watch a lot more football. Um, it's just you're thinking about it the entire day, and as time goes on, you get a little bit. Some people get a little more antsy. Some people just stay perfectly re- relaxed, but. I know the guys are going to be ready to go under the lights tonight. It's been noted all week that Nebraska under Scott Frost in his second year has not won a road game. They've lost eight in a row. Nebraska a preseason favorite for the Big Ten West. They're trying to prove that. But the Illini trying to prove that a lot of mistakes they had last week, they're fixable. And I think the guys are ready to... Uh, I would expect that they're, they've been talking at least like they're ticked and they know they can do better. Yeah, it's, it's all about execution today. 
and if they can out-execute, Nebraska will have a good game on our hands. All right, that's the opening drive. Michael, we'll talk to you again in a few minutes for the keys to the game. We are underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Next up, we'll hear from coaches on both sides as we go to the coaches' corner here on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Illinois and Nebraska for night football here at Memorial Stadium. No, not that Memorial Stadium, the Memorial Stadium. Both teams play in a Memorial Stadium. Let's hear what the coaches on both sides are saying in the coach's corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Many fans, and maybe the Illini too, anticipated Big Ten play tonight being 3-0. and Instead, the Illini are 2-1. and Lovey Smith's perspective, though, it doesn't put any more into tonight's game. I can't say that this one is any more important. If we had won last week, I'd be talking about, hey, we, we had one goal to finish the non-conference schedule, 3-0. and Then I would talk about starting Big Ten play. So it was going to come. The importance of this game was there by itself, and that hasn't changed. You know, hopefully when you don't play your best football, there'll be more of a sense of urgency uh, to get everything right and knowing exactly what type of opponent we have. It's about Big Ten play for us. Nebraska's offense is a challenge. When they can beat your running football, you know, equally as well as, uh, as they can passing it. Drop back, you know, they give you a lot of different formations, you know, from no backs to one to that's what causes you problems. And just in general, it's one thing to run the football, but the option part of it, uh, that along with the run, you know, keeps the defense uh, up at night. And, of course, quarterback Adrian Martinez is the centerpiece of that offense. He can be a physical runner. He can make you miss in the open field. So that in itself, just as a ball carrier, that's tough to deal with. But I think what kind of makes him a special player is uh, he can throw the football too. And uh, he's athletic enough to buy time. It's tough keeping him pinned in. He can create an awful lot to get his passes off. And uh, he has some excellent receivers. Nebraska's own Scott Frost is in his second year at the helm. His squad beat the Illini last year 54-35. to He thinks it could be a tougher Illini team tonight. I, I think they're an improved team. Obviously, their coaching staff knows what they're doing. Defensively, I think they plugged up some of the holes that we exploited last year. They're not giving up uh, big plays like they did last year. They're better up front. I think the secondary looks faster. Offensively, uh, they do some creative things. I think they got good players doing them. Uh, so I think they're an improved team, and I think we've gotten better. I think they've gotten better, so uh, we'll see how the chips fall and see who's, who's improved the most. Frost has been reminded plenty about an eight-game road losing streak for Nebraska, but many have been close losses. We played well on the road. Uh, we just got we got to learn how to finish one, and uh, hopefully we're in a position where we have a chance to do that. Uh, we got to earn the right to have that position. You know, Illinois is going to be ready for us, but... You know, we're not running from that. I want our kids to understand that that's a challenge, that we haven't won one on the road yet in, in a year in a game. So I think the kids are excited to go prove something to themselves and to everybody else. That's the coach's corner. In a moment, the first word, Brian Barnhart will join us and will visit with one of the new Illini Hall of Famers and one of the best, Simeon Rice. That's next on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. 
The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. And we are back in Grange Grove alongside Memorial Stadium, Illinois, and Nebraska tonight to play under the lights. Time for the first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and events. Brian Barnhart, play-by-play voice, is here for the Illini. So is Simeon Rice, as well, a new Illini Hall of Famer. And Simeon, we'll get to you in just a sec. But Brian, just your first thought about uh, this ball game tonight. It's pretty key. First of all, I love night games. Uh, I don't know how players when you ask Simeon about it, but uh, playing a night game here, our fans just seem to respond really well. And I understand a lot of Nebraska fans, they always travel well. It's not just here. They travel everywhere. But just the atmosphere, the anticipation of a game like this, and I know in spite of the loss last week, this is a big game. We start over 0-0 in the Big Ten. This is a chance to get off on the right foot in a great atmosphere. And Simeon Rice, welcome back to Champaign. Glad you are here. And just right there, night game atmosphere. Those were regular in the NFL. It's good to be back. It feels like home, you know. Uh, It's like you've been gone for a long while and your father – you come home to your father and he said, hey, son, job well done. You know, so it feels good to be home. Last night, the Hall of Fame ceremony, the, the big party. Uh, how has the weekend been? It's been very festive. You know, I, I really wanted to really just really make it for about, not about me, but about the ones that, that supported me the whole way. It's a, I just felt like I was just truly a vessel for those that really – helped campaign me to where I am today that's sitting right here right next to you. That was a theme that came out in in several of the speeches last night. You emphasized it so that Dion is that uh, you aren't just yourself without a community of support. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one reason why I brought my little nephews on stage because I want them them to understand that things materialize. These, like, by myself, I'm already thinking, already – like forecasting, I want to bring my little nephews up here so I can forecast what it takes them early, learning this at an early five and se- six and seven years old, that I'm planting a seed right now of positivity in their life. Like, if you grow up, you'll remember these moments. All-time great Simeon Rice, one of the great linebackers from the early 90s here with us, a new Hall of Famer for the Illini. Well, let me ask you, Simeon, Lovey Smith is the head coach and the defensive coordinator. What's what's going on inside his mind as you prepare for a Nebraska team that has a, a mobile quarterback, can run or throw? Kind of walk us okay, through what you okay. think's in so his head. What I, I got a lot of things going on. First of all, Scott Frost was a teammate of mine. Is that right? Yeah, he was a teammate of mine in, in Tampa. Now he's coaching, and I'm in here. It's it's, it's 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 weird, you know. It's kind of weird, but he, I mean, he has a lot of work cut out for him. You know, you have a team that's been kind of getting it going and been turning their situation around, and you know, here we are. We're getting off to a really good start. Had a, you know, kind of bad loss last week, but this is a this is a great time to to walk into that stadium stadium and rebound and protect your house. So, what better way to do that than play against a Nebraska team that mm-hmm. think they're coming in here for a win? Talk about as you think back, you've had a long career, the NFL and uh, here at Illinois, but uh, what stands out? What do you remember when you think about playing here at Memorial Stadium? The guys you played with, just kind of what, I mean, what, what comes to the top of When you say that, that's list. a broad specter. You yeah. know, there's little kids here. I can't, I can't <laughs> tell. I mean, come on. on, on there's so many stories. A six-pack right over there. I still hear the six-pack yelling my name. You yeah, know? Uh, well, stick to the field, I guess. Right, all right. Well, you know, there's, there's several things. You know, I remember coming in here um, – my first week of practice, and we had a freshman uh, kind of camp to kind of find out what the freshman is about. 
And I remember some of the guys that lined up in front of me, the Jay Kukenbeckers, and I remember uh, Coach Dill was coaching them, the uh, offensive linemen, some of the young guys, about blocking me. <laughs> and every time th th they hiked the ball, I just zoomed past them. And then to the point where I was telling the coach, and Coach Marson, one of my coaches, dearly beloved, you know, his soul rest in peace, he remembered me telling uh, Coach Dill, this is my freshman year, like, Coach, he's not going to be able to block me like that. You know, and that's putting his hand on the ground. And he wasn't. You know what I mean? I remember that. I remember training in that building, running ramps in the summer, nonstop. I remember the times myself waking up the sophomore class when they first got here saying, yo, this is how we're going to work. Waking up at 5 in the morning during the summer, getting them going. And they, I'm, like, trying to set the bar for them to show them what it's going to take to play at this altitude, to be able to play at your best. Those are the stories. I mean, a lot of teammate things are sitting out with myself and Ty Douther, Mo Moores, Kevin Hardy, just talk, having conversations all night. Some of the parties at Party Hardy House, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like on White Street. I mean, it was an amazing time. It was the best time of my life. You know, I, I, it's just unfortunate we can only do it once. I know you got to go back to the autograph tent, but... No, nah, I don't. <laughs> He's trying to get me out of here. <laughs> you asked for stories. I got 100. <laughs> I just, I just got to know, when I see highlights of you hitting the way you hit, most of them were legal in today's Most of them. All of them was legal. <laughs> back so then, you play yeah. football. Man, back then, now. I mean, you, you want to bring, you, you bring a sense of presence. Football, let me tell you all something. Football has always been a game of attrition. All right? Football has always been a game of will, okay? That's what made it different than basketball. Football is just not a full contact, but it's a collision sport. Football was as always. Don't let the media, don't watch ESPN, Fox, and all that ch change the spin on what football is. Football was always a gut check. Football was a, the basketball player that's super athletic that comes out there, goes the first day of practice, get his head knocked off and say, you know what, I don't want this. Because it was a test of will. It was a test of fortitude and if you take that out then you're taking out a lot of the aspects of what football was made for that's a that's a lot about winning and losing you got to be willing to take the hits and give the hits so in this day and age you know it's still a game i still love it but you know i would love it more if they allow it to get back to what football is all about because once we put that helmet on and the pads on when i was in third grade there was a sticker in the helmet that says, if you hit this way, it cause injury or death. I put the helmet on anyway. When I get to high school, that sticker was still there. When I got to college, it was still there. When I got to the pros and playing in the Super Bowl and all that, the highest level, still there. So we sign off for this. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle choice. Mm -hmm. Simeon, thanks so much for joining yeah. us. Congratulations to the Hall of it's Fame. Appreciate you coming by. Yep. And enjoy Thanks for having me, baby. Hey, all right. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> all right. I love you all. We are back in a moment with our keys to the game here in Grange Grove. Stay with us. Back in Grange Grove, the season opener for 2019 for Big Ten play is here at Memorial Stadium, and we will take a look back on this day in Illinois history in just a little bit and also hear from kicker James McCourt. But right now, Michael Martin is back. So is Lauren Tate, longtime columnist for the News Gazette. And we dive in here on this game for our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren Tate, night game, Saturday night, Big Ten play. Nebraska, what do you think? Hang on, I'll turn you on. There it, we go. It's a good night. It's a little windy, and I'll tell you the ball's going to be in the air. It's going to be on the air on both sides, and Illinois has got to play defense against the pass. That, that's the key to everything. They've got to get a rush. And, and 
defend in the secondary because that's the weakness that Illinois has. Absolutely. Michael Martin, how are you looking at this one? Illinois has just got to play a more complete game than they have at all the entire season. They, offense has to play all four quarters, not just one, the first quarter and the last half of the fourth quarter like last week. Otherwise, they're not going to win. Uh, they need to cut down on mistakes. They're, nobody plays a perfect game, but um, if they can play as much mistake-free football as they can do, they have a shot. And, Lauren, you've been saying all week that Illinois can match up with Nebraska. I think they can match up physically. I don't know any reason why we can't. I mean, Illinois is big enough. They're experienced enough in both lines. They've got a good tight end. They've got good offensive linemen that are experienced. The thing that I want to see is something that I saw today on TV. Wisconsin came out and played better than they know how. The next thing I know, they're ahead 35 to nothing. That's what happens in games now. And then if you can get some momentum and play the way you, above your ability. And, and we haven't seen that out of Illinois in a long time. You just have to. Sometimes you have to play better than you know how. You need a little maybe magic, too, under the lights well, from the crowd and right. all of that. Guys, enjoy the game. Appreciate right. it. Lauren, appreciate, appreciate you stopping it. by, and that is our keys to the game. They are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. We will have our look back at this day in Illini history in just a moment, and then plenty more as well from Grange Grove. But right now I want to talk about what was perhaps the greatest moment of Michael Martin's long snapper turned sideline reporter radio career last week when James McCourt nailed a 57-yard kick to tie a school record held by Dan Beaver since 1974. Dan Beaver even emailed out his congratulations to James McCourt. So I caught up with the Illini's junior kicker in his fourth season, hailing from Florida. When you're coming out there for a 57-yard field goal, is the number even on your mind? And did you know it was possibly to tie a school record? The only reason I knew that it was going to tie a school record because of the UConn kick. I saw a couple of numbers come up on Twitter that 57 was the uh, school record. But honestly, going out there, um, I didn't actually know it was a 57-yard field goal. I thought I knew it was uh, a longish one somewhere in the 50s, but no idea that it was uh, 57. And that's kind of the approach I take to all the kicks that I have, no matter if it's an extra point or a 57-yard field goal. I kind of just go out there and go through my routine and my progression. And... Uh, just go and kick it, yeah. So, When camp broke, there were a lot of us that felt, we don't know who the place kicker is, and maybe it would get worked out. Did you feel that way? When camp broke, it was still kind of up in the air a little bit. You know, the depth chart was changing, and we were both getting first-team reps. And it wasn't a game-time decision. Like, uh, you know, Coach Lake talked to us uh, during the week, and he informed us. But, yeah, it was during camp, you know, Caleb and I really – battled it out and um it was a great competition and it really brought out the best in both of us it's like chase and i when we battled you mentioned your first three years i mean this is your fourth year you're listed as a junior but what has that been like three years not being out there on the field is that hard is there ever moments where you thought should i do something else should i go somewhere else yeah i mean obviously those thoughts i would be lying to you if i said those thoughts didn't come to my come to me when i was uh you know a freshman sophomore but you know i really I committed to this university and I really wanted to play for this university and I fell in love with it and I approached, even when I wasn't starting, I approached every game day, every practice, every week that I was going to be the starter because just in case something happened to Chase and just for my mental approach because it prepared me when I actually am the starter, you know, because when I wasn't starting and Chase was a guy, I still wanted to 
kind of experience game days and experience you know everything that comes along with it so when I am the guy it wouldn't be something completely new to me so that was the whole process with that and then when you do get the nod sorry to remind you of this the first kick you get yeah. you miss I know what gave you the confidence to come back out there and boot a 53 yarder and a 57 yarder and keep going yeah well I kind of took the approach you know it was my first collegiate kick and mistakes are going to happen and I kind of I'm taking it Honestly, it might be the best thing that's going to happen to me all year, maybe in my career, because it kind of it was a 30-yard field goal down the middle, like something that first kick that every kicker wants. But you know, it was a little too perfect, maybe. And I think if I just take the approach of how I learned from that kick and take it to my other kicks, and yeah, it should be fine. James, congratulations! Appreciate Here's it. to many more. Thank you so much. Illini kicker James McCourt. When we come back, some happy football memories from this day in Illini history after this on Fighting Illini Game Day. Fighting Illini Game Day continues, and before we continue forward towards Illinois and Nebraska, we look back for this day in Illini football history. It's brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Let's revisit some moments on this date, September 21st, a day on which Illinois is 3-2 all-time. Illinois and Nebraska actually met on this date in 1985, a 52-25 win for the Huskers. It would be the last time the two teams met in Nebraska until they joined the Big Ten. Jason Verdusco earned a mention in this segment last week for his career day against Mizzou back in 1991. One week later on this day, he confronted the number 21-ranked Houston Cougars before a full Memorial Stadium and a national television audience. In the second quarter, Verdusco connected to put the Illini up 14-3. Frank Gifford and Dan Deardorff were on the television call that day for ABC. Verdusco fires, shot and is complete. Homa once again. receiver who missed the action last week against Missouri. His third touchdown of the season and a brilliant pass by Verduska. A short while later, the Illini closed out the first half with a fourth and goal play. I think the players are telling John Makovic, let's go for it. Let's go for it. If we don't get in, we'll suffer the consequences. And that's exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> Bell. Touchdown. Illinois playing an almost perfect first half. Illinois dominated Houston for a 51-10 win. Verdusco passed for 341 yards and three touchdowns. Also on this day in 1974, Mike Gow swiped four interceptions in one game against Stanford, a team record that stands to this day. That's this day in Illini football history. Thanks to Mike Pearson for his help. There's more to come as we turn our attention back to tonight's game between the Illini and Nebraska. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Kurt Kittner, and Michael Martin are all standing by to take you up to kickoff at 7 o'clock. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you afterward. Yes, we'll stay up late for this one for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We'll take your calls and texts to talk about this Big Ten opener. Right here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations.